Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, Josh Gibson hit something like 800 home runs when he played in the Negro Leagues, but record keeping wasn't great at the time. You know, people fighting for their civil rights and all. The Homestead Grace catcher was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame 50 years ago, and the Josh Gibson Foundation is celebrating that anniversary all summer long. And I'll be celebrating alongside them as a Negro League descendant myself. My great-grandfather played for the Grays. I'm with Sean Gibson, who runs the foundation, to talk about his great-grandfather's legacy. It's Monday, July 18th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. went to Pittsburgh Public Schools. He went to Allegheny and Conroy. Um, he only had a ninth grade education, but he started playing baseball early in life. You know, he was a great swimmer. He ran track. Some people say he really didn't work. He just was on these jobs for the team because a lot of jobs had their team yeah, sports, their yeah. job. So he worked at Gimbel's. We have his Gimbel's um, ID card. Um, he worked at Westinghouse Air Brakes. But if you look at the ID card, all the jobs he had was during his, during baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> so it was more or less him having a job, but more, more or less, less beat on a team. Working. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so, but other stories about Josh Gibson, I mean, if you look at some of his pictures, he was a very well dressed man. Um, back in those days, everybody dressed really nice going to the games, suits and ties, ladies in dresses. Um, but he was in the etiquette, you know, and he loved to dance. He was a dancer. So those are some of the great stories that people don't know about Josh Gibson. And you're keeping his legacy alive through the work of the Josh Gibson Foundation. So what types of programs and work is the foundation doing here in the city of Pittsburgh? Well, yeah, you know, as you mentioned, Josh is, um, you know, played for two of the greatest teams in the Negro Leagues. We consider right here in Pittsburgh, the Homestead Grays and the Pittsburgh Crawfords. Um, back in the early 1990s, just to say, my grandfather, Josh Gibson Jr., uh, he kind of created the foundation, and the whole uh, reasoning behind the foundation was to basically keep his father's legacy alive, but also the other great Negro League baseball players in the surrounding area who played for the Grays and the Crawfords to keep their legacy alive as well. And so, um, you know, when he founded the foundation, I got involved once I got out of college in 1995, and I started incorporating some of the programs. Um, so right now we have 300 kids in our program, and we range from elementary, middle, and high school kids, uh, our main focus is really education. Um, you know, today we all understand that these kids need a great education to get further in life. Uh, we do use our baseball and athletic sports to draw kids in, um, but most of our core programs are our STEAM program, um, our boys and men mentoring program. We give out scholarships to inner city kids. Uh, we have our Josh Gibson Baseball Academy. Um, and right now we have our camp challenge that's going on right now at our site in the Hill District. And so uh, it was very important, not only for our family, but for my grandfather, Josh Gibson Jr., who also played in the Negro Leagues, to keep his father's legacy alive. And he thought the best way to do that was through the, the young generation, um, to teach these kids um, the great history about these great men who played the game, not for the money, but for the love of the game. So what you talked about the STEAM program. Uh, can you describe like some of the programs uh, again, like go into like a little bit more, a more detail, I guess, what they do? Yeah, so so we uh, we have three different sites. Our main site is in the Hill District at Ammon Recreation Center in the Hill District. And we're also a partner of Pittsburgh Public Schools. So uh, 
Our STEAM program is at Pittsburgh Classical Academy, a magnet school over in the Western area, and that's eighth grade boys. And we partner with Pitt Nesby students who actually run the program for us. And Nesby's the... Uh, National Society of Black Engineers. Correct. Okay. Yep, yep, uh, at University of Pittsburgh. Uh, and we also, the unique piece about our STEAM program, because people say, well, you know, it's not STEM, it's STEAM. And our arts piece is the arts with the Pittsburgh Opera. And so they're also our partner with the uh, STEAM program. So back in 2017, there was an opera, I have to name after Josh Gibson, called The Summer King. First ever world premiere opera in Pittsburgh's opera history, and it was African American. And so we've been a partner to Pittsburgh Opera for a very few, for a, for a while since 2017. So they they bring in the arts piece, and it's very unique because you know most of our kids are young African American kids, and they've never been to the opera or heard of an opera. And so it's interesting that they get these kids a different avenue of music outside of uh, R and B or rap or things like that. So. Uh, that's our STEAM program. Um, we have our Boys and Men Mentoring Program, and that is at Langley K-8. And both of these schools that I mentioned uh, are two schools that I attended as a child. So it's more of me giving back to my community. And so what I've done with my mentoring program, I've contacted uh, former alumni from Langley High School who are who are very successful to be mentors to these young boys at, the, at, at Langley K-8. And so, um, so those are our two main programs, but we also have our, like I said, our Josh Gibson Baseball Academy, our after school program. So, you know, the main focus is trying to get these kids a better life and um, better opportunities. So with baseball, are you, are you trying to kind of like recruit more uh, black kids to play baseball? Because I kind of feel like it's not, you know, it used to be obviously like that was the neighborhood sport that everybody played, you know, America's pastime. Yeah, you made a great point, and it's not as it's not as it, as it used to be. Um, in the early '70s, late '70s, Major League Baseball percentage of African Americans was close to thirty percent, like twenty-seven percent. Right now, Major League Baseball is about seven percent of African Americans playing baseball, and so the population has definitely uh, went down. Um, you know, for us living in Pittsburgh, you know, it's hard to try to get kids to play baseball. Uh, a lot of these kids are playing football. A lot of kids are playing basketball, and you know. I'm a firm believer of our team, you know, when our team is not winning, you know, we haven't had a winning team in a long time. These kids that I coach are, are, are in my program, I've never seen a winning team from the Pirates. And so it's hard to try to get kids into baseball. Uh, but there are, you know, we're trying, you know, we, we do have different programs. We have our Josh Gibson Baseball Academy. We have our tournament coming up August 19th to the 21st, um, Negro Leagues tournament. So, but getting to your point, though, yes, Major League Baseball is trying to make a big push with the RBI program. We try to get more inner city kids to play baseball. Um, but my, but my, my, my big argument is, is that I don't, I don't feel like Major League Baseball does enough marketing for inner city kids. And what I mean by that is they don't take their high profile African-American athletes and use them in commercials um, like the NBA does and the NFL does. I mean, there are several high profile African-American baseball players that should they should be using to promote. And I don't think they do that enough. Is that is that a big reason also why you're trying to keep, you know, the legacy of of your great grandfather, but also just the Negro Leagues in general alive? Well, yeah, I mean, that that's that's a huge part. I mean, you know, some of these major league baseball players never heard of a Josh Gibson or, or Willis Moody and, and, and things like that. So, um, yes, for sure. But, you know, you know, we're a small piece of the puzzle. And, um, you know, our goal is, is try to get major league baseball to do a lot more. 
it starts up the top from them and we can do it here locally, but you know, it has to be a, um, a bigger project than just in Pittsburgh and, you know, major league, I mean, Negro league baseball is all over the United States and there's several other foundations of great Negro league baseball players. Satchel Page family has a foundation in Kansas city. Uh, Buck Leonard family has a foundation in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. So there are family members doing their part, but we can only do but so much. And so we need a bigger audience and a bigger platform to help us push this. It's taken time for Major League Baseball to honor the records and achievements of men like Josh Gibson, um, their statistics, 800 home runs, which is crazy. Uh, what did that mean for 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 your family? And or what do you think that meant for even, I mean, after his death, though, your, mm-hmm. even your great-grandfather at the time? Well, you know, the announcement, when he made the announcement back in 2020 was great. Um, but the, the sad part about it is, um, Morgan, is that Major League Baseball has not come through yet. And what I mean by that is the statistic is not in the record books yet. And so oh. Josh and all the other great New League Baseball players, as of now, are not included in Major League Baseball record books. So it's just something that they said they're going to do, but they have not done that yet. Correct. They made the uh. announcement in December of 2020. Mm-hmm. But we're coming up on two years now. So it's it's kind of like, you know, a sticky question there because when this first came out, my phone was ringing off the hook with different interviews and different reporters wanting to interview me about Josh because they thought Josh would be the home run king. Like yeah. he, as you mentioned, Josh has over 800 home runs. But they're only counting his Nigger League stats, which is, which is over 300 home runs. But I had several reporters ask me that they thought this was a publicity stunt. And I said, no, I don't think so. You know, I don't think Major League Baseball would do that. But now as I... As the years go on, we're almost we're almost at year two. Yeah, and nothing has happened yet. So let's let's pivot a little bit and talk about I guess some of the ways that Negro leagues and are are being honored um, this summer. So you're calling mm-hmm. the next few months Josh Gibson summer. What does it commemorate, and what all do you have planned? Yeah, so you know this is a big year for us. Um, you know, as you know, being a descendant of a Negro League player, 2020 was the Negro League's 100-year anniversary. Due to the pandemic, really couldn't celebrate it like we wanted to because of everything that was going on in the world. But this year is marks the 50th anniversary of Josh Gibson's Hall of Fame induction. Uh, Josh was inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame in 1972. He was the second Negro League baseball player inducted into the Hall of Fame behind Satchel Page in 1971. And so this whole month of August, uh, we'll be celebrating um, Josh's induction. He was inducted August 7th of 1972. So we kick off August 3rd. Um, we kick it off. We're actually going to have Josh Gibson's actual Hall of Fame plaque from wow. Cooperstown here in Pittsburgh, the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It'd be the first time it's been off the wall in wow. 50 years. That is very exciting. There are efforts underway, too, to rename um the Major League Baseball MVP award after Josh Gibson, right? So is there is there anything going on with with uh, with that kind of campaign? Um, so Major League Baseball and the Baseball Writers Association made a big push to remove Kennesaw Mountain Landis' name off of the MVP award. Uh, for the listeners who are listening, Kennesaw Mountain Landis was the commissioner of Major League Baseball at the time who denied over 3,400 African-American men an opportunity to play baseball. And so there were three players who really made the push, Barry Larkin, Terry Pendleton, and Mike Smith. So in 2020, Major League Baseball did remove his name. The three names we're considering renaming the MVP award after is Branch Rickey, who signed Jackie Robinson, Frank Robinson, 
who's the only player to win the American League and National League MVP, and Josh Gibson. We did not know Josh was in, included in this. So once we found that Josh was included, I went back to my board, put a committee together, and we started our Josh Gibson MVP campaign. Um, hashtag JG20MVP, website JG20MVP.com to learn more about it. But, you know, Morgan, the one thing I will say is that, you know, like you mentioned, you know, your great-grandfather played in the Negro Leagues. You know, if Josh Gibson's name was on the MVP award, it would not just be about Josh Gibson. It will be about the 3,400 men who were denied the opportunity to play. So he'll be carrying 3,400 men on his shoulders, not just one person. Sean Gibson is the great-grandson of Josh Gibson, amazing Negro League baseball player, and also the executive director of the Josh Gibson Foundation. Sean, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Enjoy your day. A little news before you go. For all of you nature lovers out there, you're in luck. Pennsylvania is adding more parks to its state park system. The latest state budget includes funding for three new parks, bringing the total to 124. No word yet on where they're going to be located, but the state hasn't added a new park since 2005. So it'll be nice to have some new spots wherever they are. And another bright spot from the budget, there's $125 million in funding for a new program that will help low- and moderate-income Pennsylvanians pay for home repairs. It's called the Whole Home Repair Program. That is hard to say. Uh, local state representative Sarah Inamorato sponsored the legislation in the House. Homeowners can receive up to $50,000 to tackle everything from minor fixes like patching a leaky roof, to full-on renovations. The goal is to help fight displacement and blight and make homes more energy efficient. That's all for us on CityCast Pittsburgh on this Monday. If you enjoyed the show, show us love with all the stars and lovely comments and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city, so we'll see you then. Do you have any stories that you've heard about your your great grandfather that that are special to you? Some people may not know, but Josh was a single parent. Um, his wife died giving birth to their twins, so um, his his twins were born August the eleventh of nineteen thirty. His wife died the next day, August twelfth. So my great grandmother never saw her twins. Um, so here you are trying to uh, raise two kids uh, as a single parent trying to play baseball during a time where segregation going on. And so he was blessed that um, his wife's sisters, Octavia and Becky, raised the twins while he continued on his baseball career.